This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious lolly Focus Pops or lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Slightly, I am mentally it's unstable. It's fine. It's fine. Um, I'm <laughs> the one with the spicy so brain well. that has to take medication, okay? I'm um, the one with the spicy brain that's just raw dogging it. It's probably raw dogging her mental illness. It's fine. I tried to I raw dog it. And then, and then go, it goes away. I try to raw dog it and I go a little crazy. So we can't. No, no raw dogging for me, ma'am. Um, Welcome to episode 126. Um, I'm sorry, I want the podcast that chipmunk looking motherfucker is amanda that was mean i'm sorry and i'm christina (laughs) it's fine my chipmunk slash bunny teeth are cute old man at bars tell me what did that old man say to you that one time (laughs) he just goes you know i find find bunny teeth very adorable (laughs) i was like thank you (laughs) thank you can you can you leave me alone now please (laughs) what I, we weren't even talking like why you know, I just walked up why are you looking at my teeth from across the way that's weird get out of here if you're gonna talk to me buy me a drink okay <laughs> and then we this can talk one. about my we can talk about my bunny teeth after you buy me booze but until then fare thee well kind sir <laughs> goodbye goodbye guten tag I... <laughs> I'm done with Go this on, conversation get. get get did you just white fang me <laughs> go on get <laughs> oh shoot hi hi we just talked yesterday and we just talked for like 45 minutes before this episode started so 25 don't be dramatic listen again listen linda <laughs> listen i don't do time or numbers or days or calendars or pants <laughs> i wouldn't do pants if i didn't have I, to do no. pants as of tomorrow, when I have foot surgery, it's going to be the... Winnie the Pooh all day. Winnie the Pooh all day, or a day, for at least two and a half to three weeks. Because once Winnie a cast... Winnie the Pooh, what's up with you? <laughs> once a cast is on my leg, I don't want to put pants on. I'm not fighting the urge. Do you have, like, nightgowns and moo-moos you could wear? Because I would totally rock the moo-moo if um, I didn't want to put on pants. I have... Well, sometimes I steal Linda's moo-moos, but I bought myself a waffle knit... What is it? The long underwear kind of fabric. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nightgown that comes to my knees. It's super soft and comfy. Ew. And then Melinda, because she's the best sister-in-law ever, uh, ordered <laughs> me an oversized sweatshirt nightgown so it's literally like just like a sweatshirt material but it's a nightgown it's amazing and then I got a couple of other like long sleeve like super soft lounger things and then I went to Old Navy and they have like super cute 
um, shorts uh, that I got. Shorts. <laughs> you, did you forget that word for a second? Your face. You're like super well, cute. Uh, and you looked around for the word in your brain. Well, shorts. they're not. They're like shorts, but they're. I don't know if they're supposed to be underwear or not, but they're they're like boxers, but they're or briefs, but they're nice. for women, and they're super. They're like the waffle knit texture too. I have a waffle knit uh, Victoria's Secret pajama set that I got this year. And they were doing there before Christmas sale stuff. Mm -hmm. So cozy. It's my favorite fabric to sleep in. (laughs) I like it because spandex gives me weird sensitivity, like issues, like sensory shit. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like things are on me. Don't touch me if I have any sort of like workout gear on. Yeah. I'm fine. But if anything touches me, I'm like, don't touch me. Gives me that same feeling as if someone like drags a fork across a plate. Uh, yep. That's the feeling it that, gives me. That scent, like I'm just <laughs> thinking about it has like made me palsy. Like my whole body like, just like my body just like seized oh. up. <laughs> Don't talk about it. Tell me. All right. Anyway, shall we Hi. should we start this bitch? Just yeah. dive right in. Get into it, brosif. I'm going to tell you about the Gypsy Hill killings. Gypsy Hill killings. Yes. They are a group of five homicides of young women and girls in San Mateo County, California in 1976. Dude, I would have never lived in California in the 70s. I'm just saying. Everybody wanted to go there and everybody kept fucking getting murdered. Get out. That's, I mean, that's why. That's why everybody got murdered because everybody was like, I'm just trying to find a place to belong. It's like you're in lights. Well, they're going to be in lights because you got your throat slashed. You, you are making yourself very vulnerable to predators. Let's be aware of our surroundings. Thank you. Open your eyes, jackass. Anyway, (laughs) the juicy hill. He became known or the killer became known as the San Mateo Slasher. So on January 8th, 1976, the body of 18-year-old Veronica Casillo was discovered in a creek on the grounds of the Sharp Park Golf Court. So on January 8th, 1976, the body of 18-year-old Veronica Casillo was discovered in a creek on the grounds of the Sharp Park golf course in Pacifica she had been stabbed 30 times a transient was arrested but was then released for lack of evidence okay Um, a few weeks later then 14 year old Tatiana Blackwell was reported missing after leaving her home to run an errand her body was later identified and was discovered off Sharp Park Road in the Gypsy Hill section of the city on June 6th she had also been stabbed multiple times okay then Paula Baxter What the fuck is wrong with my voice today? Paula Baxter, 17 years old, went missing on Wednesday evening, February 4th. So there's kind of a gap in the time. But Mm -hmm. after finishing a play rehearsal on the Cappuccino High School campus, uh, she left her car behind, or her car was found, and then her nude body was found on February 6th behind the Church of Jesus christ of latter-day saints um on ludman lane in the gypsy hill neighborhood she had been stabbed four times sexually assaulted and hit on the head with a piece of concrete jeez louise Uh, and then her killing was they said it was forensically linked to casillo so i'm wondering if there was sperm or dna right dna that matched yes and then on april 1st 19 year old 
Denise Lamp of Broadmoor was found dead after a search in the parking lot of the Surmont Center. She had been stabbed 20 times. Then Carol Booth, 26, was reported missing by her husband on March 15th and was discovered in a shallow grave near Coloma Creek in South San Francisco on May 6th. Okay. This is like a six-month span, seven months-ish. Well, five Of the five known victims. Then there are a couple of suspected victims. So Mm -hmm. Michelle Mitchell was last seen alive. She's 19 in Reno, Nevada on February 24th when her Volkswagen Beetle broke down at the intersection of 9th Street and Evans Avenue. Witnesses reported seeing someone help push her vehicle into the parking lot across from the UNR Agricultural Building on Evans Street. Her body was then discovered that evening in a garage on East 9th Street with her hands bound, her throat slashed. Uh, Three years later, Kathy Woods, a psychiatric patient at the Louisiana State University Medical Center, confessed to having murdered her, a woman named Michelle. Uh, she was charged and convicted of murdering Michelle Mitchell, and but was released from prison in 2015, 35 years later, after DNA evidence cleared her. So she claimed that she killed someone named Michelle? She was crazy, basically. Okay. And they, I think she heard about the murder and claimed that she murdered someone named Michelle and they just jumped on that, tied right, it to like her, convicted okay. to her. Yep. She is the long, Kathy, just a side note, Kathy Woods is the longest ever wrongfully imprisoned woman in U.S. history. Wow. Well, 35 years, right? Mm-hmm. That's what you said. Um, the other suspected victim was Idol M. Friedman. She was 21 years old, an employee of an import firm, was found assaulted and stabbed to death with an eight-inch knife in her apartment. She was murdered on March 17th 1976 about two days after um carol lee booth was reported missing one Mm -hmm. of the first victims yeah her nude body was lying on the kitchen floor of her ransacked apartment she was found by a co-worker who had become concerned when she didn't show up for work they have connected some of the homicides to each other all the slain women were young brunettes and most had experienced car trouble prior to being murdered all of the bodies were found in wooded areas except for the one found in her apartment and the one found in the car parking lot. Right. A lack of witnesses and forensic evidence basically stalled all investigations. Yeah. And there was really like nothing to go on. So we're going to fast forward to March of 2014. Oh boy. Um, okay. The FBI established a task force to re-examine the murders after new DNA evidence cast doubt on the conviction of Kathy Woods. So her getting released from prison. Kind of led them into ignited the case yes uh the dna taken from a cigarette found at the mitchell crime scene matched dna taken from semen found at the related crime scenes in san mateo california for so all five of the gypsy hill killings okay yep and this dna was that of a man and therefore might or therefore exonerated woods basically yeah uh, on September 8th, 2014, the FBI named R- Rodney Halbauer as a person of interest in the Gypsy Hill murders. Uh, Woods was released from prison, like I said, on September 11th, pending a new trial to take place on July 13th. And then in March of 2015, they discharged all the, or they just dis- missed Dismissed. all the charges against Woods. Yeah. And then on January 25th, to, or 22nd, 2015, Hal Bauer was charged with two of the murders, Paula Baxter and Veronica Casillo, because they had like prominent DNA evidence linking him to both of them. Then on November 8th, 2017, Leon Melvin Seymour was charged with the murder of Denise Lamp based on DNA evidence. So there's more than one killer 
in the Gypsy Hill area killing. Okay. On September 18th, 2018, Halbauer was convicted of the murders of Casillo and Baxter. And on October 10th, he was sentenced to two consecutive life sentences without the possibility of parole for those murders. Uh, he is also likely to face the trial in Nevada for the murder of Michelle Mitchell because his DNA was on her as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, the b- murders of Tatiana Blackwell and Carol Lee Booth are both believed to have been committed by Rodney as well, but they have not had enough evidence to cha- charge him for their deaths. And it's possible that he never would have been linked to the attacks had he not escaped from a na- Nevada prison in December of 1986. He escaped, made his way to Oregon, where he was arrested on suspicion of rape and attempted murder within days of his escape. Oh my gosh. All right. Because there was DNA evidence found, Mm -hmm. they tied him to all of these murders. Wow. So he was sentenced to 15 years in prison in Oregon. So he had, he was returned to Nevada to finish the state's prison term and then they, he was sentenced to 15 years for the attempted rape and murder, or for the rape and attempted murder. Okay. And then he was charged with these other murders. Wow. Okay. So, um, basically, when Nevada paroled him in 2013, he was sent back to Oregon to, fate, to go to prison for that crime. And a prison officials took a DNA sample and submitted it into the national database. And that's how they tied the Gypsy Hill killings to him. Noise, so, but it's just weird that not only did he, he was basically a serial killer, but there was another guy who murdered one of the victims that were tied to him, mm-hmm. like in the same time in the same type of manner. Right. So there were two active, similar mo type of killers yes. at the same time. Weird. Cool. Yeah. And I had cool. never heard of that case. I don't mean cool. That was no. That was. It's. That was I just went on. I just moved on. But yeah. Yeah. I said it, and I was like cool it's it's the same reaction i had when i'm reading it and i'm like i've never heard of this and this is very interesting it's not cool way to be a murderer it's why have i never heard of this well and it's cool that they were able to link him with the dna now otherwise it would have gone unsolved for ever you know so i it was more like the movement in technology was cool technology is neat technology (laughs) man it's so cool actually i don't know technology well like at all i'm terrible she's like old grandma kind of sometimes sometimes nose is itchy i'm sorry all right my my uh case Mm -hmm. we're traveling again where are we going what wait let me guess is it new zealand no is it switzerland no is it austria no Am I close to in any of those no. options? Is it China? No. Japan? <laughs> no. Indonesia? <laughs> no. North America, South America, Africa, Asia, Africa, Australia. Africa, okay, Africa, Africa, Africa. Zimbabwe. <laughs> oh, we're getting loud. Oh. And it's not Zimbabwe. <laughs> is that even in Africa? I think it is. I'm, you know, you know, it's fine. I'm not a geographer i'm not sure i was Um, just listing continents until i got near it (laughs) i know that uh south africa is in africa Mm -hmm. so that's where i'm at well as as you should since it's south africa (laughs) yes and that's where the story takes place okay hey that's Uh where your first story ever told takes place took place really 
Yeah, the lady oh. with the Rasputin head, where she got oh. her. You know, I. Oh, she, yeah. That's not how you. I should describe her as a victim, but that's how I remember her because it reminds Interesting. me of that. You know, from from uh, Anastasia. Yeah. Yeah. His, no, I get head, it. You know, he goes and it's fine. Continue. <laughs> I genuinely have the memory of a goldfish sometimes so I don't I wish I did sometimes because like I have it's really annoying it's in here now I have the song in the dark of the night Tara will find you from Anastasia in my head because that's when the um his head is bouncing to the tune of that song (laughs) like see you say Anastasia and the only thing I think of is once upon a December. I think of That's that. That's the one that I think of. That one in the dark of the night, and then the I give her a ha in the and the hi yeah in the night. Oh yeah, and ooh and then I kick her. Yep, yep, yep. Let me clear my throat quickly. Oh yeah. Let me clear my throat. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Think there's, you think there's a good listening to us yet probably i feel like half of them probably stop listening once we get to my story <laughs> i don't think that's true but okay um so i'm going to tell you about rosemary nadolvo nadolvu there we go nadolvu it's n-d-l-o-v-u nadolvu so like the first one I said, yeah. right? Yeah. Dolvu. Okay. It Lovu. Dolvu. D U L D U E. D N D L O V U. Nidlovu. Nidlovu. Because I know it's an O sound. Nidolvu. I feel like I keep switching the L to where it's not supposed to be. But, yeah. Um I call her Rosemary the rest of the time because I don't want to like just sit there and harp don't on worry. the name. Don't worry, I do that too. Yeah. <laughs> like I so, can't pronounce this name. So we're gonna go once and then you're gonna get called by your first name. <laughs> yep. Um, so her full name is Nomaya Rosemary Dolvu Dolovu Nadolvu. I I'm sorry. This is terrible. And her I have listened to it. Beautiful. I know, and I listened to it like multiple times to try to get it down i'm like my mouth doesn't do that i don't know what it is she is a white scandinavian her mouth doesn't make those shapes yeah well i don't know it's just (laughs) a lot of it's just like when i say anything that's like um for example like in switzerland there's just a lot of consonants and i can't get them all out at once a lot of diphthongs yeah it's not diphthongs what are they called Diphthongs are where you change the vowels. Um, yeah, it's the what's the, oolong? No, that's t. <laughs> it doesn't matter. What is it called the though? Problem is, I well then you keep thinking about it. I don't know that they want to listen to us talking about it. Well, I can cut it out. Okay, then what do you think it is? It's ooh something ooh ooh umlaut 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 umlaut. There we go. Umlaut. <laughs> good job long no that's a t (laughs) you said it i was like i feel like that has nothing to do with that but sure uh (laughs) so this this lady this woman was born in 1978 it's another one where i didn't have a specific birth date Mm -hmm. um but she was born into like a very poverty-stricken family 
So they probably didn't necessarily like have it down on file when she was born exactly uh, to her mother. Cause her father was not in the picture in right outside of Johannesburg, South mm-hmm. Africa. Uh, she had a relative, a relatively like normal childhood for the area. Uh, but she, like I said, was in poverty. She was described as brash and masculine. She was just kind of a almost cold woman where, and teenager, where everybody just said she was a little bit rude and a little uh, short with people. Uh, with this, she trained as a police officer when she got to the age of uh, doing that and became one and actually was very good at it. She was good at being able to not let emotion get in the way of doing her job and that sort of thing. So she thrived and ended up moving up in ranks pretty fast and making pretty good money, especially considering where she came from. Uh, Some of her coworkers said that she had a gambling addiction, though. Uh, This meant that regularly she would dip out of work because loan sharks would come looking for her. Oh, Oh. so you can't do that. She got money, didn't really know what to do with it, and did too much. Mm-hmm. Too much, much, too much. Much, too much. So she met a man in 2011 named Maurice Mabasa. Mm-hmm. Uh, he worked for the U.S. Embassy, and from every account that was I read about, he was a really good guy. Super, super like generous and kind. Uh, he was providing for his mother and 13 siblings that were also living in poverty, and he had gotten this like good job at the embassy so he was Uh making really good money and so he would support them and himself and pretty much spent his money on everybody else he didn't do lavish things for himself he didn't gamble like Uh like miss uh rosemary did uh the two had an overall good relationship at first it seemed uh they would fight here and there about normal things like money and too many hours working and not seeing each other enough that sort of stuff where Uh It's just normal couple things. Yeah. I would say Uh, they both made good money. Like I said, they did well in their careers, but different ways of spending kind of became a pivotal issue between the two of them because she was just spending all of her money on gambling. Mm -hmm. Uh, Rosemary's mother and siblings lived in poverty as well still. And rather than helping them, Rosemary was encouraging them to get life insurance um to cover them because (laughs) mortality rate was quite high in the area for that like class of people Mm -hmm. and he she even offered to get the paperwork for the insurance and pay for it herself so you mean she killed her siblings then is what you're saying you just wait my friend (laughs) you just wait uh anyway so <laughs> it's always so, the life insurance it's oh the first you just, thing if my boyfriend or husband ever goes we should get life insurance i'll be like get the fuck out <laughs> see i get the life insurance thing like especially when you're in a situation where you're like okay i need to get enough to at least cover like what we have out for loans oh, yeah, no, or whatever. i have, have two hundred thousand out on me because of my student loans i'm just saying voluntarily what if what if your parents killed you to get that money they would have to pay off my student loans because they're on them you have two hundred thousand. how much are your student loans huh huh huh, huh? <laughs> well they're only 
listed as the beneficiary for the amount that they need and then the rest goes to my nieces and nephews so have to be a joint it has to be a joint murder plot (laughs) (laughs) your sister's like all right (laughs) you puncture the lungs the body won't float (laughs) so anyway she got life insurance policies for multiple family members including her siblings cousins nieces nephews it didn't say anything about her mom so I don't know she just either her mom was like no (laughs) or she just didn't go there uh months passed but then in March of 2012 Rosemary's cousin Madala uh so I tried to find a picture okay there's like no pictures go ahead my question is life insurance policies are expensive so where's she getting the money to pay for all of these? Well, she makes good money. Okay. So if she's paying for that as like an insurance that she will get paid back and then more, mm-hmm. on, I suppose it could be that, or she lets it mature enough, just enough to where it's not weird mm-hmm. that, you know, but so her cousin, Madala witness Homu is her name. I tried to find pictures of her. Couldn't find any. Cause she lived in like, extreme poverty they didn't have pictures of like anybody in their family i guess Mm -hmm. uh she disappeared uh homu was all about i'm sorry his i mixed up some of their things but he was all about his family and was particularly close with his mother uh so the family was very worried when he didn't show back up at home after he went to went to work um and they had no word on why or that he was going to be anywhere else mm-hmm. rosemary with her police training remember she's a police officer um started the search for her cousin and told her family that she was going to do the best that she possibly could mm. and they found him uh his body was found a few miles away cause of death was forced blunt force trauma to the head um so it was homicide but that was about all that went into the investigation because mm-hmm. it there was so much more that they were dealing with in the area that a lot of these like murder cases of people that didn't have a lot of money yeah and i mean this I is mean, all the way no up until now than, it's no different than now it's right <laughs> so if you're not important young or white doesn't matter i don't know it's just it's very sad because they genuinely like had no information on any of Mm -hmm. these and at the end it's like it i'll we'll get there anyway so that was about it uh like i said with the economic like level that they were at it wasn't a priority uh it wasn't worth the funds was what one article said Mm -hmm. which i quoted because i was like that's disgusting i hate that um anyway so turns out that homu had a life insurance policy obviously and the beneficiary was rosemary and she received a hundred thousand rand which is about sixty five hundred dollars like u.s dollars and only gave like 200 rand to help with the funeral costs what a bitch yeah like the whole point was that oh this way we'll have enough money to cover everything and then your family will be a little better off once you go and it kind of you know whatever that's kind of how she plays it off with the family Mm -hmm. 
Beach. Beach. So a year passes, June 2013. Audrey Nadolvu, so Rosemary's sister, got a call from Rosemary asking if she would want to have dinner with her that night. Um, apparently this was weird. Uh, her sister said that, well, her family said that Rosemary was never one to like reach out and spend extra time with people. Like I said, she was kind of cold, not very sentimental. Mm-hmm. Um, but she had accepted the invitation to have dinner and actually invited Rosemary to come to her house to have dinner. Uh, so because, well, Rosemary has a car, not everybody had cars so she could drive there. Uh, so she went there, they had dinner, they chatted, and then Rosemary left and went back home. So she says, um, but I mean, maybe she did. The next day, Rosemary called Audrey and thought that it was weird that she didn't answer so being concerned she requested the police to help her find her sister and she drove over to audrey's room because she was just renting a room out of this home Mm -hmm. um and found her dead on the floor she had been poisoned and strangled it looked like Mm -hmm. uh neighbors heard rosemary's cries after she had discovered her sister so they heard her go very dramatic but I have no sympathy for this woman. And I mean, I think it's clear right now Mm -hmm. that she's guilty, but just wait till the end. And I tell you some of the random quotes from the last part. Gross. Anyway, it was discovered that Audrey had taken out a life insurance policy as well, weird, Um, which people said was odd because she could barely afford her room that she was renting. So they didn't think that she would have done that exactly that's that was my first like red flag it's like who's who's paying for this yeah so the payout totaled about seven hundred thousand rand which is Mm -hmm. about forty five thousand u.s dollars uh with rosemary as a beneficiary fishy weird so there's two family things where she's a beneficiary yeah Mm mm-hmm and again the murder murder was barely investigated because Mm -hmm. of where they're at uh, a couple months later, Rosemary moved in, moved to a different police station because she became a constable, which apparently I'm not sure what the difference is. I think that's like a detective. Yeah, that would make sense. <laughs> like moving into a different type of position. Um, and she did well at this again. She did. She was just really good at her job, which is unfortunate mm-hmm. considering she's a terrible human. Um, she would often buy her coworkers lunch and loan them money, but then other days she would complain about how she was broke and she had no money to do other things. So it was like it's the she life was clearly, of a gambler. Exactly. So she was clearly coming into a lot of money and then would have no money mm-hmm. back and forth. Uh, in 2014, Rosemary got pregnant, pregnant with a daughter with Maurice because they were still together. Maurice. Um, Maurice. Uh, Maurice and Rosemary loved their daughter and made sure that she had everything that they could possibly give her like the Mm -hmm. best life she could have Uh, the couple was on the rocks at this point and Maurice was not happy with Rosemary's spending and um, he kind of made it a point to be like hey if we're trying to make this good life for our daughter shouldn't we put the money into like our daughter's stuff and the things Mm -hmm. for the family so this turned into a lot of arguments on a regular basis. Uh, and it seemed like the way that they would argue is they'd have this big blowout argument and more she would stay with the baby. 
and Maurice would leave to go stay somewhere else for the night until things cooled down and then would come back the next day and they'd talk it out after they both had calmed down for a bit, mm-hmm. um, which makes sense. But one night in October of 2015, the couple had another big spat and the two parted ways as usual. This time, though, he didn't come back. Ugh. And after he didn't return the next day, Rosemary was worried and went to the police station to tell them, like, you know, Maurice is missing. We need to go look for him. I'm not sure where he is. He may be just somewhere else, but I want to make sure that, like, people are looking, right? The search went on, and later that day, they found a man's body, which was later ID'd as Maurice. Imagine that. It was dumped on the side of the road with over 80 stab wounds. (sighs) 80 i'm tired thinking about it dude my arm that's so that's so much Mm -hmm. that's so much overkill Mm -hmm. so obviously a passionate killing Mm -hmm. and they were like they couldn't figure out why and since he worked for the u.s embassy it was a little bit more like but you would think that if it was like a political thing it would have been a little bit more like Right, but there were double tap to the back or something, you know? Right, but there, I mean, they were a little more like, they looked at it a little more thoroughly. Mm -hmm. Um, And they thought it was weird because he still had all his valuables on him. Like, it wasn't wasn't. a robbery. Mm -hmm. In fact, they ID'd him because he had like a credit card with his name on it in his pocket. So clearly it was something that was not money motivated at that point. Right um but once again rosemary was a beneficiary which this one kind of made sense so it wasn't questioned too much since they were each other's significant other and she was paid out four hundred thousand rand which is twenty six thousand dollars usd and then an additional hundred thousand rand from the u.s embassy where he worked so she got another like sixty six hundred okay so it was decent payout Mm -hmm. for her um, then in June of 2016, Rosemary's niece. Z- okay, so this little part, I got a little confused because there were a couple articles that said that this happened like at a different time and in a different way. But this seems to be the most like detailed mm-hmm. story of it. So I'm going to go with this one because it makes the most sense with the timeline. Um, uh, Rosemary's niece. Uh, Zanel, I believe, Matha came to stay with her for a while because she had fallen on super hard times. So she stayed at her a little apartment with her. And during this time, Zanel was actually hit by a car. Like oh. obviously nothing that Rosemary did at that point. Right. Uh, Rosemary brought her to the hospital and Zanel was cleared and sent home. Like they did a makeup. They made sure mm-hmm. she was good to go. They're like, okay, we don't see any like internal bleeding. We don't see anything that you should be worried about. You can go home, you know, let us know if there's any pain and we'll figure it out, right? So she was sent home with Rosemary. And that night, Rosemary says that Zanelle was started crying and had some like extreme chest pain. And so the next morning, Rosemary, the next morning, I don't know why you would Chest wait. pain is like an immediate thing. That's yeah. not a... <laughs> Like enough to where she couldn't stop crying is what Mm -hmm. some of the articles said. So Rosemary, hello. (laughs) So Rosemary brings her to the hospital the next morning. And by the time she got there, 
Zanelle wasn't breathing anymore. I'm not sure if she was dead or if she hadn't been, you know, if she was declared mm-hmm. right on the spot, it didn't say, but she wasn't breathing either way. Um, and so the hospital looked at her and they were like, okay, she has her abrasions on her face that she had gotten during the accident. We already looked at those, but mm-hmm. then she had internal bleeding because of fractured ribs and a damaged liver. And this was not the case when she was in the hospital the day before they wouldn't have sent her home. They're like, we wouldn't have sent her home like that. That's not, mm-hmm. you know, protocol at all. Um, so it's Rosemary's like, I don't, I don't know what happened. Uh, then I assume something happened while I was out because I don't know if she got hit by a car the day, like in the morning. And then mm-hmm. Rosemary was out the rest of the day. And then when she came home, she was crying about the chest pain or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but she said, I don't know what happened. I wasn't in the house all day, assuming that some sort of weird accident must have happened or mm-hmm. something since she was in the hospital. I don't know. Right. Uh, but again, life insurance was on her so it was fine Mm. so rosemary got another hundred thousand rand uh it's just so suspicious i don't know how anybody's looking at these now and being like oh yeah that's legitimate yeah it's legitimate oh drives me bananas this is her fourth family member that passed away and she received like a chunk of money from it right i just that's her niece why is her parents not the like i just and I'm sure it's because she did a, oh, if you get life insurance, I'll pay for it. Just make me the beneficiary so that I can make sure the funds get where they're supposed to, is mm-hmm. my guess of how the conversation kind of goes and why like the people's significant others or parents aren't the beneficiaries. Right. Um, but I don't know. It's just ridiculous. Um, so Zanelle, after she passed away, Rosemary started getting closer to more of her family members they said it was obvious that there was more um social interactions with them than she normally would would after this which they thought maybe it's because this hit home for her if Mm -hmm. Zanelle dying while she was in the care of her you know that sort of thing um one big person that she was getting close to was Zanelle's brother Mayeni um so by April of 2017, Miami was planning a trip to a city that was a decent distance away and he didn't have a car. So Rosemary offered to drive him halfway and then he planned to hitch a ride the rest of the way. Like that's just kind of how he got around. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she dropped him off and headed home as planned. The next day, the police called her and said that they had found a body and I deed it as Miami. <laughs> So he now is dead as well. Um, This time, though, the insurance looked a little bit deeper because the paperwork that Rosemary had filled out was listed as if she was her, like she was Miami's wife. Oh, weird. Like partner. And so they rejected it because there was no, she's, they're like, you're, he's your cousin. There's no proof that he, you guys have been like together or married Mm -hmm. or anything. So she got nothing for that okay fuck you rosemary and then uh january of 2018 rosemary's nephew his name is brilliant oh (laughs) isn't that isn't that sweet i'm like oh it's brilliant 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 mishago uh disappeared and was found dead a few days later 
the last person to see him alive was Rosemary. The reason How come that none they, of her family are like, yo, this I is... I don't know that that's they are That's suspicious. In, that's weird. Um, I don't know that they're in a position to... And, like, with mortality rates as high as they are in their, like, I bracket suppose. of... You know, they're like, things happen. I don't know. But at the same time, I would be like... The hi she's the last person to see all these people alive and she's the beneficiary no so she was the last person to see him alive and it, that's only proven because their cell phones that they had were pinging off of the same towers in the same areas okay the whole way so it looks like they like she drove him to a town and then they parted ways in the evening like mm-hmm. they were together and then parted ways uh, when this was brought to Rosemary, uh, she denied all claims. She refused any questioning. She's like, I didn't even see him that day. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not going to talk about it anymore. And basically just wouldn't talk. Uh, this time, Brilliant had three life policies on him, mm. which is dumb. Now you're getting uh, greedy. But guess what? Rosemary she got paid him out. She, she was stupid again oh, and listed no. herself as his mother. And so she, it got rejected because that's not her relationship yeah. to him. So that's stupid. You're stupid. After this, Rosemary tried to enlist a hitman in, in Jabalu, <laughs> in Jabalu, Kanane, 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 Kanune. It's, it's, it's like a lot of, a lot of vowels sounds. and a lot of K's. I don't know. Yeah. Who had run across she had run across while working as an officer. She had actually like arrested him mm-hmm. for a couple of years ago for having a weapon. So she like enlisted him to try to get him to be a hitman for her. Uh, she approached him about killing her sister Joyce and her five children, <gasps> the youngest of which is six months old. What a dirty little whore. Yeah, no, this is where it starts getting like, okay, you can just burn in hell. I'm good. Um, so he was shocked by this, uh, request. He was like, Mm -hmm. this is real. Yeah, this is really dark. And, uh, so he even as a criminal and it incriminated him because he was known as like a hitman, but Mm -hmm. he went to the police and was like, this is what was just asked of me. I feel like you need to know this and gave him all them, all the information. Cause she had told him like, Hey, you know, I've been doing this insurance thing. And, like, gave them the whole story that she told him. Mm-hmm. And the police were like, sweet. We're going to strap a camera into your car. You're going to have a friend who's going to help you because there's so many people to kill. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be an undercover officer. So they put the camera in the car, sent him to meet up with Rosemary and talk details and plans. Uh, this time, like I said, he would have help, which was an undercover officer. And Rosemary agreed agreed to drive the two the five hours to her sister's house to show them where the house is and discuss how they would do it. Ew. I know. I hate everything. So I took some of the quotes from the uh, footage in the car from what she was telling them. Mm -hmm. And this is, I'm just going to tell you what some of the stuff that she said. So the one quote I took from the undercover officer was... He quote, I want us to talk about the kind of work you need us to do and what kind of job this is. Okay. That was like 
the initial, <laughs> here's what we need to talk about, trying to just get her to give information without making it too obvious. And Rosemary says, it's to remove a person. And then another time at one point, she says, you can go in, strangle them, burn them, but don't stab or shoot them. That's not done in villages. You see setting them a light, number one, and strangling them, number one. Just those two. Ew. Yeah. And then another quote, I was thinking of asking her to meet me somewhere and you can park the car at a distance. I will then give, be fair, this is like a translation. So it's Mm -hmm. kind of, some of the words sound weird, Um, but I will then give her that pill you see. And I will tell her to take the pill because it helped since it's flu season. Mm -hmm. um, I will advise her to take them before bed because it will make her fall asleep. Then you will be able to enter there are no burglars. I don't know what that means, but probably there's there. not a lot of burglars in the villages because right. they just steal. Right. Um, and then another quote, uh, I would be innocent when they tell me about her passing. I will rush home and start preparations and put claims in and make sure everything is in order. So she just straight up like told them the entire plan and then this is why she's doing it and she'll get mm-hmm. it on it right away on camera. And yeah, <laughs> so she was arrested right after the ride, obviously, mm-hmm. um, being charged with six counts of murder for Homu, um, for her sister, her boyfriend, her niece, her nephew, Nick. uh, over all she had gotten 1.4 million rand worth of insurance money which is about 100,000 USD. Uh, During the trial, the evidence was very sparse since the investigations didn't really take place at all afterwards. So Mm -hmm. it took quite a while for them to gather enough evidence to be able to go to trial. Okay, October 22nd, 2021. So it took that long, three years almost. Um, And there, I was like, that's a weird saying. I don't know that's when you were at my house. October 22nd. Oh, I was, wasn't I? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, there were over 50 witnesses that and testimonies during the trial. Uh, these were all character witnesses, the people that, you know, the undercover cop and the hitman and mm-hmm. all those people, basically everybody coming in being like, here's what it is. She's always been very cold. She was the last people to, person to see. So this is when the family members that were suspicious of her, but had no power to do anything about it, mm-hmm. um, got to come in and speak up. And but like in the beginning of the trial, she seemed almost like happy and like jovial and seemed to like pose for the cameras, not taking things serious at all. Gross. I know. Um, When all the witnesses began coming up and giving their information and doing their testimonies on her character, she all of a sudden got super hostile and started like yelling at them and straight up saying, I didn't do anything. I think she just didn't like how they were painting her the Mm -hmm. light they were painting her in. Um, She denied any involvement, but at the end of the trial, she insisted her innocence as well. Okay. After hearing everything and apologized to the families, which I don't understand why she apologized. If she's saying she's innocent, is she just sorry that they died? I, or that she took the money or I don't know. It didn't say, but I thought that was weird when I read it. Rosemary was found guilty of all charges, six counts of premeditated murder, four counts of fraud, seven counts of insights to commit murder because of trying to plan, and sentenced to six life sentences, 
70 years for the murder uh well six life sentences for the murders 70 years for the inquiries to murder okay and 10 more years for the fraud she will be 71 when she is uh paroleable even considered to be parole um but that just means that they have to say it's okay but clearly she's doesn't have any remorse and she hasn't admitted guilt so right i don't know that she would even get parole i mean, hope not because i would bitch. hope not just die no that's fucking <laughs> just go die just go die you know that's Shit. i can't ugh, ugh, that grosses me out like why would you kill your like not like anyone but why your own family that's your, awful your family and like like your nieces the, and nephews the, the your father your of your child, child ugh I'm just ugh, so with a side of ugh. and it's just and it's just for money and it's not right. even like immense amounts of money. of money I mean it is probably to them because it if you don't have a lot of money it's a lot of money right. but still uh never worth it no, no matter what kind of money it is so all right the that random story I found I liked it good job thanks thanks well you have to call the bank yeah, and hopefully I'm apparently having a party in my house because you're being so fucking loud. <laughs> apparently. So, thanks All for right. listening, guys. Yeah, spread the word. Brett and yourself. Why are we giving each other the peace sign? I just just flash back to fucking my MySpace. Space. <laughs> Duck face. Get the tongue out. Mm. They I totally already... do that now again. It's weird. I know. I don't like it. Okay. They're doing the emo swoop too now. I'm like, oh, are you cool? What, it, which is hilarious because I weren't they just saying that middle parts were the thing yeah stupid yeah, get over it you don't know you don't <laughs> fucking know all right, all right. Bye. <laughs> Bye.